Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Tuesday the 31st of May 2022. Dom Knight here once again with Andrew Hansen and Charles has still lost his voice. It's a gift to humanity, really. Oh, I've, en- I've enjoyed 24 hours of silence since yesterday's episode where he was also not here. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if he took a vow of silence at this point. He said, he said enough <sighs> for the rest of his life, I feel. Mm. Well, essentially, I mean, look, this is an enforced vow of silence, isn't it? I, I think the rest of us have vowed on his behalf. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, lots of things to talk about today. Uh, the, the whole gun situation in, in Texas, I think we've got to touch on and try and Try and find some solutions, Andrew. Yeah, well, I hope you have some, Dominic, because uh, no one in America seems to. Uh, yes, and I'm going to be looking at uh, a new greenhouse gas emergency thanks to mums who are giving birth to babies. And we, we, we'll explain a little bit more oh. of that when we get to Just it. Just before we go on, though, we should acknowledge the departure of uh, probably our favourite subject of the past 10 to 15 years, Andrew, it's a sad day for comedy as Barnaby Joyce leaves the Nationals' leadership and, and the role as Deputy PM. He, he, he did so much for his country. And he's, he's, he's hanging up his enormously, unnecessarily large hat. What a shame. What a shame. Well, I will miss Barnaby, but he's still going to be round, right? I mean, he's, he's sort of, he's still in Parliament. Well, I don't he? know, because last time he mm-hmm. lost the leadership, he was very upset about it because of the pay cut. Yeah. And he said, I've got all these uh, mouths to feed. And that was before. He's got six children now, Andrew. Six. Oh, that's right. And he keeps producing yeah, more. Yeah, he keeps producing more of them. Mm. Although I suppose he won't have as many staff from here on. So well, there's less of a chance yeah. of more children. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, you know, I mean, this is kind of ironic for somebody like Barnaby who never seems to be that concerned about the climate. But mm. um, we've only just discovered that mums having babies is a real climate emitter. Oh, it's, it's terrible. But anyway, look, let's save that up. We're going to get we'll to get that. We'll get into that. I just hope, I don't know much about David Littleproud. I don't know if he's willing to, to impregnate staffers for the country. I don't know if he's willing to look, go that far. I mean, that's part of the job, isn't it, Dommy? I mean, if you're going to be leader of the Nationals, that's, that's something you've got to step up and start doing. I it's think. family values. Yeah. And they value as big a family as humanly possible, with as many women as humanly possible. <laughs> that's right. That's true. It's a, they place a lot of value on family. A they lot. Uh, the, you know, the, the larger the family, the, the more value. And uh, perhaps this is why the Nationals kept all their seats at the election while the Liberals got decimated, because they've been for many, many years producing more voters. Well, yes, who just want to vote for their, their uncles. and, and They relate. That's probably probably all their voters are related to the National Party. All the, all of the, it's just all my children that voted for me. and that's, that's an entire electorate's worth. I've got 115,000 children and they all <laughs> voted for me. It's a good model for success. It absolutely is. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. Now, Andrew, let's get on to this uh, this this burning environmental question because um, yes, look, I am concerned, and Barnaby Joyce really has a lot to. to he's respons- responsible for a lot of greenhouse emissions. <clears throat> oh, he really has six been. Children. He really has been, and th- this is this is the problem. See, mums are giving birth to to children, 
and they're using something which is a very bad greenhouse gas emitter. Now, the, the biggest greenhouse gas emitter, of course, is carbon dioxide, and uh, the second one's methane. Turns out the third one is nitrous oxide. It's just been, it's just been reported in the media just, just, just now. Goodness. And nitrous oxide, also known as AKA laughing gas. It's the stuff that, you know, hospitals offer to mums while they're giving birth so that it doesn't hurt quite as much as the most extreme pain that you've ever felt. Mm. Right. And, you know, some scientists released this report saying, look, if you're planning on giving birth, then maybe think twice about asking for laughing gas during the whole thing. Because if you're climate conscious, right, you know, if you're the sort of woman who's like... You know, would you like some pain relief? No, thank you. No, I, I voted teal. I'm environmentally conscious. I'll just I'll just put up with the agony instead. Uh, if you're that sort of mum, then well, perhaps you should say no to the uh, to the laughing gas. You know, just just like we say no to um, you know going on long flights. Well, Rucastles spent years getting people to say mm. no to you know single use coffee cups and. His war on plastic straws was successful. That so worked. Maybe if Rucastle goes around all the delivery rooms and suggests that women don't take pain relief, how do, how, well, how do you think that would go down? Hey, that's a good idea. Or he, he should front an entire new one of, the, of those uh, woke, sanctimonious documentaries that he does, shouldn't <laughs> he? And it's, called, it's just called War on Mums. War on I could Pain see Relief. That yeah. Playing West on War on Pain Relief. War, war on Comfort. Oh I God. mean, I needed laughing gas to get through Craig Rucastle's documentary. <laughs> That's the irony of it. I was sitting there pumped up on nitrous oxide just to get to 10 minutes. <laughs> Thank goodness there are two men willing to discuss this issue on the podcast. Was, well, was, the, this, research, know, was this research conducted by men? Because <laughs> I cannot imagine no, any woman who's given I, birth. Going, well, the first thing we should target if we're going to cut down on greenhouse gases is mum at the point of giving birth. They're the ones who are in a position to give up the pain relief, right? Yeah, you would think so. No, I, I did see a woman's name attached to this report, actually. Okay. I'd have to Google the name. But I think it, you know, yeah, no, it actually is amazingly for once. It wasn't men, you know, telling women what to do. That, okay. But that's what you and I are about, are about to, to do. About to do, yes, that's right. <clears throat> yes, because I thought what we should do, because this is a very big problem. Mm. I mean, losing green out, lo losing laughing gas, big problem not just for mums in labour, but um, but also for uh, you know the, the makers of Looney Tunes cartoons. Oh yes, I, I think they feature a lot of laughing gas as part of the plot. They do. They they'd be worried. But if you're wondering what what effect laughing gas has on a person, uh, just just have a listen to this very realistic scene from that slice of life drama known as Lethal Weapon Four. So that's laughing gas. Dommy, we need to come up with some green alternatives mm. that we can use as pain relief. Got any got any bright ideas? Well, I mean, you and I have both uh, we've both got children. We've both been around for for the birth process. Mm. I think what would help because I've seen the pain and it is it's excruciating pain. It's awful. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think that most women giving birth, if it were possible to subject the father to the exact same level of agony that the woman's going through, if you could somehow link them up so that the men shared in the agony, <laughs> yes, I think most women would happy, find that so enjoyable and so diverting that it would it, they wouldn't need as much pain relief. You're so right. It would, it would be the that, only that, fair way to deal with birth, wouldn't it? 
I, I think that's a that's a genius idea because it was, I think that is half the half the problem is mm. that, you know the 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 bloke is sitting there dozing off in yes. a chair. Just wake me when there's a baby, mom, kind of thing. Yeah, and the poor mum is just going through the most terrible hell, and he's dozing off, or he's off using he's off microwaving some two minute noodles for himself, <laughs> or something like that. Well, I I sort of, I mean, look, let me try one. I I mean, I'm trying to think of environmentally friendly solutions. Oh, I, yeah. I sort of thought, what about some solar-powered pain relief? Oh. You just install a solar panel on the mum. Surely that could that, that could work, wouldn't you? We just wire it in ahead of the day, uh, a couple of solar panels into the nervous system, and, uh, you know, perhaps that would, you know, as long as you gave birth out, outside, I suppose, on but a sunny you, day. Yeah, cloudy days would be awkward. Uh, certainly <clears> when you have a caesarean, which, which we did, uh, they tend to like, for some reason, referring to that as, coming out through the sunroof. So perhaps that's where the panel would oh, go. well, there you go. Mm. Well, what about that? Yes, yes. That's um, a very sensible suggestion. I mean, I also sort of thought along those lines, you know, how do you generate things without, you know, burning up fossil fuels? Yeah. Uh, cycling. Cycling is environmentally friendly. Oh, it? it is. So I thought perhaps the mum could just, you know, during labour, perch on an exercise bike. And uh, the faster she pedals, the more drugs get pumped into her to ease the pain. Oh, that's very wise. Yeah, no, I'm it, sure there'd be nothing of... awkward at all about perching on a bike seat during the labour process. That well, that would be able to be worked out, I'm sure. I mean, is it just nitrous oxide? Are there other gases that are less problematic? I mean, could we do air oh, freshener? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's rather would good. Would you spray? You'd have a, a pump pack. A bit of Glen 20. A pump pack, pack, a pack of lavender or something. You know, yeah, or even Aerogard. Out of a spray can. <laughs> a bit of that. I don't know what, what it would do, but if well, there were any insects you, around you, it. You wouldn't get any mozzie bites no, during the birth, that's for sure. What about mm. smooth FM? Yeah. Oh, Dommy, I think that now you're onto something. Because, I mean, just imagine that, you know, the hypnotic voice of your Richard Wilkins, you know, mm. sit back and relax and just oh. enjoy giving birth. That's got 50 times the effect of, uh, of any, any painkiller the hospital is offering. Yeah. Although they don't, don't they always say, "Open a bottle of wine," which well, would they, be a little awkward. They, they do. Or, the or, or, it's often or UGG boots. Or sort of, you know, I hope you snuggled up in your UGG boots today. Maybe put your feet up. That's what I like to do on an afternoon. Well, they, they could. They should. They should tailor it for. They you should. Know, a, woman should in, a woman FM in labour, though. Birth channel. And like, yeah. what, what are you? What are you up to today? Perhaps you're giving birth in a great state of agony. Perhaps you're. Uh, your contractions have reached the point where you have to start pushing. Um, you know, I, th- I, th- I can see this on Smooth FM playing very well. It would the be. Smooth, I, I, the Smooth Labour edition. You've got a very nice kind of David Campbell-y, Buble-ish uh, read going on there. Oh, well, very, I'm, very this nice. is my, I'm, I'm auditioning, Dummy. I'm mm. hoping that they'll listen to this and, and think that I'm the ideal candidate. Um, that could work. Anything else? What do you, what do you reckon? I think it's genius. Well, look, I just thought, I mean, the ultimate green painkiller, marijuana. Why don't oh, the, ner- yeah. the nurse should just wheel in a huge wheelbarrow full of spliffs uh, to this poor <laughs> mum and, and just let her chuff away. Oh, what's a good birth. idea. And it might have impact on the baby. It probably have massive impact on the midwives and the, the obstetrician well, delivering the baby. On the but it would be impact. very peaceful. It would be very peaceful. Make it happen, Albo. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often.
Andrew, there's a story in the news that's been um, concerning. There's been another school shooting in America. It's um, heartbreaking. It's devastating. There's nothing we can say, certainly on the Chaser podcast, that will uh, in any way you know, adequately communicate how horrible it is. But the question comes up, as it always does when there's a mass shooting in America, what can be done to stop this happening again and again and again and again, week after week after week after week, endlessly through dozens and dozens and dozens of schools? What can be done to resolve the problem? And they just don't seem to be able to make any progress, do they? It just seems to be no matter what happens, no matter how bad it is, mm. uh, the program people just, they just do not change their minds. They don't change their minds about guns, Andrew. Let's be clear. They do change their minds about other things. So I was impressed to see the lateral thinking prowess of uh, Texas Senator Ted Cruz, a man who's responsible for the well-being of people in Uvalde where this shooting took place. A man who, if he wanted to, could, you know, essentially change gun laws as a right-wing Republican, an influential one. He could change gun laws, but mm. instead he's focused on a far more important target in ending mass shootings. Here's what he had to say. Look, the killer entered here through a back door, an unlocked back door. I sat down at roundtables when we talked about what we need to do to harden schools, including not having unlocked back doors, including not having unlocked doors to classroom, having one door that goes in and out of the school, having armed police officers at that one door. See, Andrew, it's not about the guns. It's mm. about the doors. And I'm glad someone's finally been brave enough to say this. Well, look, I, 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 you know, perhaps uh, we just need doors plus to step in and mm. and fix this once and for all. Is that, is that the answer? I mean, Doors plus um, police. It's never the gun's fault. Is it? It's never the gun's fault with these people. This is the extraordinary thing. Is it, you know, Oh, there's been a thing, a terrible thing happened because of a gun and everything else is to blame except for the gun. I mean, what's he going to blame next? Like feet? You know, maybe feet mm. are a problem because the shooter has had feet to walk around on. And hands I, I kind of too. feel like these pro-gun people would sooner cut off everyone's feet uh, to, to, to make them less mobile than, uh, than actually just ban the gun, which would solve the problem. But, Andrew, it made me think, I mean, what if we went a step further? He's ad advocating a world with one door in and out of a school, which would be very good in, in the case of a mass shooting, not so good in the event of a fire or another emergency inside the school. But the one door, what mm. if schools had no doors? Well, that, yeah. If, yeah. If, these, if these government are getting in and out the doors, what if they built schools without a single door? Hey, by extension, Dommy, I can see, I can see the logic there. I, could Im I can imagine it wouldn't be beyond a pro-gun person actually to propose that, that, that everybody gets lifted into the bloody school with a cherry picker mm. at the start of the day. Is that what this, these people want? That would be good. Or you could, you could sort of have a ladder that was then retracted away. That, that could be good. Oh, my God. And you know what? But if you took this logic further, Andrew, I mean, work with me on this. Mm. You would never have a school shooting again ever in America if there were no schools. Well, look, I, I, listening to some of the pro-gun people, I, I think they may have already started that, Dommy, long ago. I mean, do any, does a single one of these people have an education? I mean, <laughs> Certainly not in logic. Um, or children. You could simply have no more. If you sterilise everybody in America, the problem would go away in about, what, 17 years? Again, the, the the crazy thing about you, you know, suggesting these solutions, Dommy, that are comic exaggeration or whatever, or mm. satirical exaggeration, that, these these are not unrealistic. I reckon in the minds of of these gun lobby people, I, I honestly would not be surprised if tomorrow in the news I look at the newspaper and it says, oh, you know, yeah, Ted Cruz or Donald Trump suggests 
sterilizing all Americans mm. so that the ones who are still here can carry around their, their fucking big dick AR-15s that they think they need and no other country in the world seems to need. But there is a simpler solution, uh, which was staring at us for the past few years, distance learning. I mean, every child was at home for the past couple of years in much of the world, mm. certainly in Australia. Yeah. In America, they could simply just have kids on Zoom all day. That would make them healthy and well-balanced, wouldn't it? Actually, you know, that's actually quite a reasonable solution. I don't, I don't mind the I mean, it would, of that. They'd be very unhappy. But the parents would hate it. Maybe the yeah, parents, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. had that, if that was your approach, the people would be so angry about the distance learning that they would ban guns. Do, mm. Have you submitted these these? I'm, I'm, I'm working on a proposal. Public. The other thing is that we always hear what you need to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Now, mm. in the fact of this actual case, that was proven dis- definitively untrue. But anyway, what yeah. if we went, took this to another level and mm. every school was also a gun dealership? So that what you had was that throughout the entire day, every schoolyard was also full of, you know, lots and lots of uh, middle-aged men trying out guns who've got fantasies about themselves being macho superheroes. Wouldn't that be a safer model? This must have already been the case, I'm sure. In Texas. Mm. Again, again, it would not surprise me in the least if it turned out that there was an American school where you could just, you know, at lunchtime Mm. go to the cafeteria and, you know, buy some ammunition. That probably would be right. All right, I've got one more, one more suggestion, and and this yes. would actually work, I think, mm. if they just wanted to consider this. What if Andrew they sent every child in America mm. overseas between the ages of five and seventeen years old to mm. get an education in any other country because no other country has this problem? I, Domi, this I, I think you may be onto something here that they get, and and they'd also get to see, wouldn't they? Because they they'd get to go to another country and go, oh. Oh, I see. We we don't need to have this huge fucking problem that's been caused by greedy idiots with uh, who receive money from the gun lobby. Uh, uh, amazing. Who would have thought that this was possible? I think we've fixed it, Andrew. You're welcome, America. I hope you were listening to this podcast, were you, GOP? Ted Cruz. Are they among our listeners? Are they subscribers? If you are a member of the Republican Party, please go to um, Apple Podcasts and write a review and uh, give us the appropriate number of stars for the quality of these suggestions. Uh, our gear is from Rode Microphones. We're part of the Acast Creator Network, and we'll catch you next time on The Chaser Report. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.